The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Right. I agree 100%. What other, I know you're a huge football fan, you do fantasy football, you're very knowledgeable. What other um, similarities do you see between football and trading? Game plan. Mm. is It's like you're scripting your first 20 plays and you fumble the kickoff and your quarterback throws an interception, you're down 14 nothing. Well, forget about the first 20 plays. You know, we're down, to, you know, we're now down. We need to now reevaluate. Re and they're blitzing and they're, you know, obviously they knew what we were going to do. It's almost like in trading or in football, it's the same exact thing. It's like you might have your plays and you have your game plan, but sometimes the market takes out your game plan. Like my game plan today was to go long. Right. I just I was ready for, you know, the usual first 15 minutes, you know, gap down and then everything goes back up. The problem is it gapped down and went up for 30 seconds and then just kept going down. And I didn't change my game plan. So I missed really 90 good minutes of, you know, 90 good minutes of trading. I was probably down 28 nothing before I recovered. Now, I didn't lose money but I didn't change my game plan. I didn't change it. I didn't change it to the environment that was being given to me that day because you can't prepare for your opponent sometimes is your opponent might be better. You know, I think the market is kind of like a great football team that's better prepared than you. And you got to learn and coach yourself on the fly and you got to learn how to make a decision. Like today I watched Netflix and I think it went down $8 before I woke up from the coma and realized it just went down $8, you know? And I was like, wow, I, I got to change my brain. I was looking to throw long when the running game would have been better today. So I think that's a really good analogy. It's like my, my strength is not just going long. My strength is actually my running game, my short-term game. You know, it's like I was, you know, I could have, you know, I could have gone, I could have blitzed more. So I think it's changing the game plan based on market conditions at that present moment using your tools that you have. Because if you have the right tools and you have the right scripted plays, your plays are going to show long or short. You just have to look and see that you're getting a short day and not a long day because I'm very long biased. You know, mm -hmm. so I'm like the gunslinger. I just want to go long. So I need to like look at what is what what is being presented to me on the field and go, all right, we're looking we're looking upside down right now. You know, it's like uh, we're going upside down. And I think that would really help. I know myself out better and probably help a lot of other people out better that sometimes the opponent, it doesn't show you what's on tape and they come out throwing the ball and you, you're on your you're on your heels, you know trying to keep up. So sometimes you have to take a little time out and a break. And I think that's to me, I, you know, the best thing that I could do the next time I see it not going my direction is to literally go walk around my house for a minute and get into short mode and go, okay, we're going short, you know, it's like, and start looking and training my brain the other way, instead of sitting there waiting for my chance to throw the touchdown pass, you know, to, uh, 
you know, Michael Crabtree in the end zone, you know, I'm like, oh, come on, man, I want to throw this pass. And the pass isn't thrown. It's actually a handoff, you know, the whole time. So I think that really is a good way to like kind of look at it, you know, is just be prepared throughout your 20 plays. You know, it's time to go take out your next playbook. Absolutely. Well, I agree with that 100%. And I think most people actually have a long bias. That's what I have found. Um, I'm fortunate in that way for some reason. I don't even know why. I've just never had that. But most people that I talk to and that I teach and train, they do. They're just, I think it's a natural thing. We just kind of think of the market always going up. And, you know, I just tell people, hey, if you buy and the market's in a very bearish mode, um, you're going to fill your shorts or the market's going to fill your shorts, you know, <laughs> whether you're short or not. <laughs> so it ain't going to be good. It's not going to be pretty. So the first thing I do every day, back back in the olden days, back in the days of yore, I had teachers tell me to look at the overnight market, look at what happened in Asia the night before, all that kind of stuff. They would do like two hours of prep time before New York opened. And so I spent years doing that. And then I finally decided, you know what, that's really not very important, all that time spent on that, because when New York opens, all kinds of new things can happen. So yeah, mm -hmm. I might give a quick glance at what happened overnight, what happened in Asia, et cetera. But once the U.S. opens, um, you know, I just watch what is dealing with reality. And I like how you use the word story. We all have our stories, right? And I've had a personal coach who used to always talk about that too. I said, Barry, you've got stories in your mind that not, don't necessarily have any connection with reality. These are your fantasies. And you can change your stories to be empowering. You definitely want to get rid of the disempowering stories. But the most powerful thing is to just look ahead at what is. What is in your environment? Deal with reality. So in trading the markets, what I do, the first thing I do every day is I've got a um, little quote sheet. Uh, so I got the major indexes up there, the Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, and the Russell. And I can see right away, are they all green or are they all red or are they mixed? Now, if they're mixed, some are up and some are down for the day. We've got a bifurcated market, at least at that point. So the masses have not really committed to one direction or the other yet. So that's my first little warning sign if that happens. And I also look at the advanced decline line. So advancing issues versus declining issues. Is there direction there? Sometimes it's just going sideways. Where if it's up, okay, then we're in bullish mode today. If it's down, we're in bearish mode today. Another thing I look at is the up versus down volume of the indexes. And that shows you the power. Okay, not only are the issues up or down, the equities, the number of stocks, but where's the volume? Is it really bullish or really bearish? And so that's what I follow. That's the very first thing I look at to say, okay, here's the environment that we're trading in, at least right now. Now, that can change at any time because the market can do anything at any time. Yeah. You get, you know, news coming out or, God forbid, a terrorist attack or a could even be just rumors or gossip or it could be a Trump tweet. <laughs> you know, it could be anything. Like last week, there was a Trump yep. tweet. Yep. <laughs> so, you know, then after you kind of establish that and say, okay, here's the reality, at least at this snapshot in time, look at these big picture indicators. Really, they're not even indicators. They're indexes. They're stats. Then I apply Charles Darwin's technique, and nothing religious about this for those who are against evolution, but what Charles Darwin, his real genius was, not anything to do with religion, 
it was it was not even survival of the strongest. He never said that, by the way. Survival of the fittest is more appropriate, but really what he meant was survival of the adaptable. So those beings that survive through various climate changes in our world are the ones that can adapt to their external environment. And in trading, it's the same way. You've always got to keep your head on a swivel, another football analogy, and say, okay, here's where we are now. But, whoops, things have changed. Okay, I've got to adapt. And I used to do a lot of Tai Chi Chuan, martial art. And I think of Tai Chi a lot because you're always flowing with the other person's energy. You're feeling and sensing their energy and going with it. And that's been a real good analogy for me, at least, in my trading because I got a real feel for doing that with people and feeling their energy. And so I apply that to the market. I want to feel the market. Of course, you know, my method, the five energy method. So... Energy. I'm sensing, that's kind of where that came from, actually, was I'm sensing the market's wow. energy and flowing with that, just going with the flow. So, yeah, so anyway, great point, and I 1,000% agree with that. Let me ask you another question here. I know yeah, you've been for quite a while, but since you've been trading now for, at least been in the trading space for well, going on a year, and just started trading with money a few months ago, how has your perception changed from, let's say, even before you started trading to where it is now? Well, for, the reason I ask this is because I get a lot of newbies who come to me, and, and that's great. We all start out as newbies. Um, but what I find is they have a certain concept in their mind. Again, this goes back to a story of what they think trading will be like, what successful trading will be like. And I did. And that dramatically changed after I actually got in the game and started trading with real money, especially all of a sudden I realized, yeah, this is not what I thought it was going to be at all. <laughs> this is totally different. Did that happen to you too? Did you have a shift between what your fantasy of what you thought it would be like to what it actually is like? You know, I, it's funny. It's been shifting the last couple of weeks. Mm. Um, I wanted it to be... Now, I grew up in this industry. My dad was a broker. My grandfather was a broker. Um, and I tried trading in 2003 for about six or seven months. So I wasn't exactly, you know, it's like I, I was really just kind of reviewing the stuff I learned 15 years ago, um, except now I have the electronic arrows to point me in the right direction. Um, I'm realizing that I don't need to make it exciting because life is already exciting. I stopped over trading this week because um, I don't need to be trading constantly. I don't need the action. It's not about action. It's actually sitting around and being a sniper and being bored half the time. And I don't believe in being bored. So, you know, a lot of people say trading is boring. You know, you're just sitting here and you're watching four or five charts and blah, blah, blah. I don't find it boring looking at charts because I find it, it's learning. It's really, to me, it's it's a story unfolding. Um, I didn't think it would be so, uh, I didn't think it would teach me so many other things about life. Um, I think that's the biggest thing. I cannot believe, and my podcast, it's like every day, like you said, it's about trading. It, it's I can't believe how much I've grown as a person, how much more articulate I am, um, how much clearer I am how 
I mean, I've never been afraid of controversy before, but my God, it's like, I mean, I can look at things straight in the eye, how I can call people out better than I ever had before. And I always knew, because I've been successful everything I do, so I, I've had no problem knowing I'm going to make a lot of money doing this. When? I don't know. I can't, you know, I don't have any goals when, if it's October, November, December, January, February. I don't care, because it's going to come. And I think finally the perception is, I'm a sniper sitting back waiting. And it's interesting because I will go and do virtual trading after the market sometimes. And, oh, man, I'll make tons of money virtual trading, you know, because I, I, you know, I got no problem going in. So I realize it's like there's going to be a day when things shift inside my mind and the discomfort leaves my body, and I'm getting less uncomfortable. Like, even when I'm in a trade now, I'm not thinking of myself, oh, oh, you know, that feeling that you get in the beginning, because all this is is money. Money is energy. The universe wants to give me money, and if I made a mistake, it's a mistake, because there are mistakes, and I think the beauty of it is embracing those mistakes and learning from them and not is nothing to brag about. Like I've been in chat rooms and stuff where people brag, oh, I'm up $3,300. I think that's the worst thing for a newbie to be in there and to see someone post plus 3325 because it makes them feel bad and it makes them feel insignificant. And it's not about the money. The universe will give you large sums of money, you know, and I think, you know, once you master the things that you are more comfortable with. So I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, I don't need this to be exciting. My life is already exciting. Being a trader is really exciting because I can wake up any day of the week and trade whatever I want, whether it's Bitcoin or Forex or stocks, it doesn't matter. And the idea of being able to go, and I, this is how I do a vision board, Barry. Um, I'm in Greece and I can open my laptop computer at five in the afternoon and play the first 90 minutes, you know, and, and make some money to go pay for my vacation. So I look at the future, not the amount, because the amount of money, if you put an amount of money that you want to make, what if the universe wants to give you more? So I always say, I'm going to make a lot of money and a lot of money is whatever they want to give me, you know, and it's going to give me the freedom. So I think it's kind of part future vision and part the reality of, wow, I just got to dial it down and just really just, man, I can make a living off of Netflix. If I really just watch Netflix all day long and just trade a Netflix short and long, I, I could be financially set for life. I don't have to, it doesn't have to be exciting. What's exciting is the freedom to live a different life that I've ever lived before. And I think that's how I've kind of, I don't know, that's what I've kind of learned, you know, over the last couple of months. Great. Great. And congratulations to you because even though you've only been trading live with real money for what, since June, I think it is. Yep. Um, you're June. Actually, yeah. You're actually green. You're actually up. That's very unusual. That's really, really unusual. So congratulations. Well, thanks. I, I don't, it's not hard for me. It's like, I, I, I hear people say trading is hard. No, life is a challenge. Trading is not hard. It's just simple patterns you have to look for. What's hard is is regulating your emotions. You know, it, it's it's not the trading. 90% of the people fail in everything they do because they can't regulate their emotions. So I spend hours a day listening to Will Smith, 
you know, like, like really successful people putting, you know, a lot of like mantras and stuff like that and, and, and everything else, because it is once again, the universe. And I believe this, the universe wants to give me the money. I just have to get out of my own way to get it. Once I get out of my own way, I'll be fine. I'll wake up in the morning and I'll look at AMD and I'll be like, cool, here's its 23 cent move. I'm ready for it, you know, and, and I'll be more Zen about it. Cause that's what I want to get to. I don't want, I, I, you know, like once again, you vision board it, right? I want to be a very Zen. I've listened to a lot of your videos and stuff and the calmness. I want to be calm doing this. There's no reason to be nervous doing it. You, you can be nervous doing it cause you're doing it wrong, you know? So, I learned technical analysis, so at least I know that I got a good chance of succeeding in this trade. And if I'm wrong, the next one will come along. And I want that. And my goal is to be very mellow and zen about it. And my heart palpitations, they're going, they're less and less. You know, it's like each week it, it subsides even more. And I know that at the end of the week, my biggest win barrier is not the money that I made in my account. It's the less it's it's where my palpitation level is at. Mm. And if I realize my palpitation level is decreased at the end of the week, that to me is worth ten thousand dollars. You know, that's mm. like my ten thousand dollar thing. It's like, wow, because that means Monday I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna be less anxious than I was Friday. So I work on that I'm working on that as a daily basis. I didn't think I'd have to work on that, you know, because when you paper trade and you learn technical analysis, then you go paper trade and, and simulate trade, you feel like a superhero, you know, then you throw the emotions in there. And that's the biggest hurdle, I think, for me and for anybody else. And I think a lot of people are afraid to work on those emotions. Yeah, I know uh, traders who actually hook up biofeedback mechanisms to them while to themselves while they trade. So they really get into it. And uh, they find it very helpful mm -hmm. just so they can monitor their palpitations, the heartbeat, you know, the sweat glands, all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Two last questions, my friend. Sure. And this is following up with something that you, you talked about earlier, and that's patterns. I agree with you 100% about the, the patterns. So what in your trading, what patterns have you noticed occur over and over? I mean, we all have some losses. So. You know, we, sometimes we have good losses where we keep our rules. We still lose. Okay, no big deal. But when you're seeing consistent losses with something, is there a certain pattern um, that you're seeing in your losses that you can identify that, oh, gosh, this pattern is, you know, something that's happening um, repeatedly that is causing me to lose money? Yeah, my pattern, my, my losses come from um, being angry. You know, that, you know, it, it's, I saw, you know, like my, my masterful 20 and 50 moving averages, you know, it's, to me, they're the greatest invention in the world. My pivot points and the VWAP, I mean, I see beautiful trades and I don't pull the trigger, you know, and I go, wow, what a beautiful trade. Cause, and I feel like I missed the entry, you know, cause it's already run up 35 cents and I'm thinking like, Oh, it doesn't have much more to go, you know? So of course it does. And I miss the entry, right? Cause I want the best entry possible. And now of course the learning inside bars and other things I'm learning now that I could get in a little earlier. And I think the biggest thing is my pattern is that I watch trades that I should take and I don't take it because I don't want to lose money, you know, cause I get into my head 
and the pattern is then I'll go and do something. Usually one, two, three trades that I that I knew I should have entered all pan out to be amazing, and I don't do it, and then boom, and then I go for the one that I shouldn't have done, and it might be you know uh, it doesn't matter. It's like I just it's like I blindly don't see. And it's not that it's an awful trade. It's not like a blind, like I'm shooting a, like I'm throwing a dart with my eyes closed. It still has some support, but you know, uh, you know, the 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 slow stochastic could be put, you know, turning down. You know, it's like it was trying to have an uptrend, and it may have the support underneath, but I'm reading it. I'm just it's wrong, you know, or maybe I pick a continuation and it's at the end of the trend, you know, and it's already had couple of waves moving up and it's already moved four dollars for the day and it needs to consolidate so i see it coming more from damn david you're dumb how did you not get in and get that trade right away it was sitting there and i have to go do something so that usually is my those are my recent losses my beginning losses was not giving the trade enough time like it would go it would go i don't do a hard stop i kind of i do stops I do stop losses like, you know, by watching the trade and I would like lose like 20 cents and then I would watch it go up a dollar 50, right? Cause I didn't allow it the time to breathe. And then when I went back and looked and realized, God, I really, that was a 40 cent stop. I should have given it. And it was in the candles and I didn't listen to it and I didn't go ahead of time and I got too nervous and I was afraid and everything got crazy and, and the thing just turns around. So those are my losses in the beginning. Now my losses now are, from freezing and then taking something that of course you know you know the universe says well you didn't take those three those would have been winners now you take this the next two and they're the losers when in turn you should have taken all five and called it a day and you would have been up so that's my big thing right now that i'm working through over the last two weeks okay and the flip side of that what patterns do you see consistently with your winning trades well, I do like a, I do like a, you know, EMA 3A crossover. I kind of, I get the, 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 the moving average is not on the chart, but there's a little arrow that goes up and it shows me when it's crossing over. And then um, I really, the best trades to me is when I have support underneath me and the trend is moving up. So the 20 and the 50 and the 200 are my friend and the VWAP. If I and the high of the day and the low of the day, I use those as my as my key supports. So I find when things are, you know, probably one of my better trades is a reversal trade, but not when I take the first reversal, when I take the second reversal. The first reversal just gets me a little bit there. The second one is actually the reversal, you know, and I find if I take that pattern, that's been a really good pattern. Then another one is is um, in the beginning of the day when you know the fifty and the twenty and they're all kind of hanging out, and you know the stock is kind of doing its little thing, and then it you know then it starts you know then it goes down and retests and goes up when everything is beneath it. That is always like a really really good trade. I find that if I just the 50, I got that from your rubber band trade, just really watching the 50. I find that if I spend my days watching the 50, I really can stay out of trouble. It, yeah. it just, it's like ma- it's like the magic moving average. It's, it's pretty incredible. Like, 
you know, it, that and the 20 are pretty incredible things to watch because mm-hmm. they really, man, if something hits the 20 and, and can't puncture through and then the next candle's red, it's going down again, mm-hmm. you know, in a downward trend. And the 50, it's, it's the 50 is unreal when it comes and touches the 50 and it's been in an upward trend all day long and goes back to the 50. It's like a, it's like a trampoline, how it bounces off. Sometimes it bounces 40 cents like right away. And I'm like, whoa, how did it do that? And I think to myself, well, because the computers <laughs> and the human beings are all sitting there with their orders at that number and yeah. the thing just jumps right. I mean, it's, it's pretty amazing to watch. So I'm learning that. I'm really learning that those moving averages are there for a reason and, and they're almost there to trust. And if you're wrong on it, you'll know really right away, you know, right away. If it doesn't bounce off the 50, you're going to know within 20 cents. It's right. It's like, it's like immediate. It's not like, you know, two, three, four, five minutes down the road. It, it's, it's wrong. It's puncturing. It's going through. It's a free fall now. So uh, I find that if I pay attention to the support underneath me, my trades are far better. Great. Excellent. Well, thank you for sharing that. And thank you for sharing all of this. And wow, you've spent a lot of time with us. I just looked at the clock and I can't believe how fast the time has gone by. I've really enjoyed this. So uh, share with our audience where they can get in contact with you and if they want to access your coaching uh, and whatever else you have to offer. Well, that's easy. First off, I got a a daily podcast called the 10-Minute Daily Reality Check, which really is raw, and it's really about changing your life and changing your reality. And I ask for only 10 minutes a day. If they would like coaching, men, women, when it comes down to success, dating, relationships, mindset, they can reach me at davidwygant.com, W-Y-G-A-N-T, davidwygant.com. And there's some free stuff if you opt in and give me your email address. There's programs that you get if you're really a guy who's in search of women or if you're a woman in search of a relationship. There's some cool freebies that I have there. And it's really simple. I answer my own emails. And if you want to get in touch with me and um, talk whatever it might be or go out and go meet some interesting people, I'm always open for that because I've been a coach in the field for a long, long, long time. And it's still something that's a passion of mine. And I believe that when you work, you should work 17 hours a day. Sleep is for people who are tired. I'm never tired. (laughs) You sure don't seem like you are. I've never heard you sound tired. (laughs) I get off on life, Barry. I mean, this to me is great. You know, I mean, to be able to talk to you, you know, for an hour and 22 minutes. I mean, I, I watch at least two of your videos a day you know, over and over and over again, you know, certain ones. I still have not used your cycle indicator and I have it sitting in my inbox because I've just watched every single video and I don't know if I can use it with E-Trade or TD Ameritrade. So uh, I am, it's like, I really, I don't know, to me, life is still a gift, you know, and the gift is being able to spend, you know, Wednesday, you know, evening with you has been a pleasure. Uh, well, thank you. Likewise, I've really enjoyed this and I enjoy listening to you. I listen to your 10 minute daily reality check pretty much every day now. It's uh, it's become part of my routine and I really enjoy it. And it's just so real and raw and honest. So I don't want people to misunderstand when we say raw, at least in my mind, I think honest. There is no BS. And, you know, you call people out on their stuff and you call yourself out on your own stuff. So <laughs> 
you know, you practice what you preach. And I just love that. It's very enjoyable, very entertaining, and very practical. So I encourage everybody to listen to your podcast uh, because I certainly do. So I can recommend it from personal experience. And uh, also your coaching stuff, fantastic. I mean, I just admire you so much. And I'm looking forward to going to lunch with you next week, too. Me too. Is it next week or two weeks, right? Two weeks. Two Wednesdays. Is it two weeks? Oh, you're right. Two Wednesdays because I have my daughter every other Wednesday and every other Tuesday during the week. So uh, um, it's it's two it's two Wednesdays from now, and it'll be fun. We're going to go. Uh, we're going to Red Lobster, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, David offered to pay, so I said, "Well, that's great because uh, I haven't had." lobster for lunch for a long time and said great i'll take you to red lobster i'm like yeah that's not exactly what i had in mind but anyway whatever we could go to mcdonald's and i'll still have a great time as long as i'm with you so nah, but, we'll, we'll go somewhere healthy and good mcdonald's would be like i don't want heart palpitations outside of trading oh that's right you are very very healthy you lead a, yep. I lead a pretty healthy lifestyle but you got me beat on that one yeah you don't drink or yeah i i eat healthy but I've been known to have martini every now and then. So, um, <laughs> so yeah, but I'm actually on a, um, a very good health program right now and on a very strict diet. And um, it's been great. I've got a, you know what, talking about coaches. See, I've got a health coach. And oh, those are great. She's amazing. She, her name is Jessie. And, oh, my gosh, she's got my nutritional profile down to the calorie of every, you know, macronutrient, micronutrient. She checks it, and then she'll change it, like, halfway through the week, and she monitors everything I do in my workouts. I log it all into my iPhone, and then she can access it on the iPhone through the, you know, mobile app. And um, so, and then she'll contact me and say, oh, we need to change this and make all these little alterations. So it's very scientific. And I got to tell you, it's been working. In the last um, what three months, I've lost twenty pounds, and it's wait—you lost twenty pounds in three months with her, and she's monitoring every morsel of food and seeing how your body metabolizes things. So she's going deep inside your cellular system and retraining your cells to process food. She, that's an awesome coach. That's exactly what it is. It's about, you nailed it. It's about monitoring the metabolism. That's exactly how she presented it. And before I started with her, I went and had a, um, a body scan so that uh, I could hide nothing. She sees where every millimeter of fat is on my body. Very embarrassing. But <laughs> wow. is, she, is she's in L.A.? Uh, no, she's outside of L.A. Um, she's in the Los Angeles area. But um, it's through a, a company. I guess I can mention it here. What the heck? They probably won't mind. It's called MetPro. Uh, MetPro.com, I believe it is. And so it's a company, and then they assign you an individual coach. And um, it's not cheap, I won't say, but boy, whew, the results. I mean, that's what I'm always looking for, whether it's with regard to business or trading or physical fitness. Looking forward to, look forward to results. And um, I actually trained with well, for a while with the former Mr. America. And, I mean, those workouts were just absolutely brutal, brutal, but also very effective. But the problem was my diet was basically chicken breast, broccoli, and brown rice. And then for lunch, chicken, broccoli, and brown rice. And then for dinner, chicken, broccoli, brown rice. You get the idea, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is working. I'm getting the results. But... Frankly, 
I don't want to be on a diet. I want to be on a lifestyle for the rest of my life. And this is not going to be sustainable for me. I can just tell you that right now. Whereas uh, the program I'm on now, there's enough variety. It's still very healthy, but you know, this I can sustain for the rest of my life. So well, and you're getting the results when you lose 20 pounds in three months, and your workouts are getting better, and your strength is getting better. You're yeah. getting the results because that's what a lot of people they die during a diet. You know, they can't stay with a diet because, you know, I've talked about this on podcasts because it's not sustainable what they're doing. You know, they're not. They don't know on a cellular level what is going on, you know, and that's that's the whole thing on and, and on every level, an emotional cellular level, because we have emotional stories based on food, based on other things, you know. So somebody's going to come down and give you a whole new story, and that's what they sound like they're doing. They give you a whole new story to embrace, and in turn, you actually convince yourself of that story that they're giving you. So of course you shed the weight, and of course you feel great. I mean, it, it's. It's brilliant. Thumbs up to them, man. I mean, they're doing a good job. They are, and I feel good. You know, before I'd work out really hard, but then I would have no energy, and it was hard for me even mm -hmm. to do my business, to do trading because I was tired, and you know, it's really not. I mean, I just learned a long time ago. If I'm tired, I don't, I don't trade. If I had a uh, argument with my wife and I'm still upset about it, I don't trade. It's, I'm not, it's not going to be good. So with this program, I actually have more energy and feel healthy feel good and yeah it's all it's all good so you know i'm not trying to just lose weight i'm trying to be healthy that's the focus yeah it's all about healthy it's all about regulating blood sugars it's all about having good markers it's all about i mean it's from the inside out you know we can look like you know we can look like super studs on on the outside but if the inside's a mess uh, longevity comes from the outs from the inside not from the outside you know, right. and that's what a lot of people don't understand. I mean, I, I do so much fish oil and mushrooms and, and so many other things that are brain stimulants and, and um, cause I don't sleep well. Cause you know, it's not easy for me to fall asleep after training my body for 56 years, not to, not to ever wake up early. So I'm still in that. Whew, when is this ever going to be easy? You know, getting up in the morning syndrome, but um, you got to stimulate your brain. It's our brains. And food is, is just a tonic for the brain. I eat very bland, very boring stuff. I mean, my dinner's sitting on the counter. It's 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 a rosemary chicken breast with broccoli and this cauliflower, and that's it. And I don't really care. Few food is fuel to me, not really anything else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, good to good for you, and I'll let you get to your dinner. And thank you again, my friend. And well, thank you. Everybody, check out David's website. Check out his podcast. You will be happy that you did. It is truly life-changing stuff. You can see that he's very disciplined. He, uh, he walks the talk. He doesn't just talk it. He's living what he shares with people. And again, you know, when you want a coach, you just want to end with this because I've learned this. I've had several coaches. Well, right now I have my health coach and I also have a, um, a coach that just helps me with my personal life, which is basically everything. And he's also fantastic. And what I've, and I've had other coaches in the past. When you want a coach, you want somebody who's going to hold you accountable. You don't want somebody who's going to be your mommy. You don't want somebody who's going to be, you know, your best friend and say, oh, it's okay that you screwed up today. It's okay that you had that Hershey's chocolate bar. It's okay you skipped your workout. It's okay you didn't track your trading log or do your trading log today. No, you don't want any of that. Not in a coach. 
You know, if you want your mommy, go cry on her shoulder or whatever. That's what mommies are for, I guess. But, although my mommy wasn't real good at that either, <laughs> but, <laughs> which was fine, which was actually good. You know, my parents held me very accountable my whole life, and I'm grateful that they did. But when you want a coach, you want someone who's friendly but firm and who's going to hold you accountable. And David is definitely that man. He holds himself accountable. He'll hold you accountable. And, um, yeah, if you're looking to change your life for the better – I don't like to just say change your life because you can always change your life for the worse, right? Yeah. But change your life for the better, improve your life, evolve to the next level that you are called to, then yeah, give David a call and um, he can definitely help you in that area. All right, my friend. Well, thank you again. Well, thank have you. A, have a great rest of the day and um, I'll talk to you a little bit after here, but uh, for all of you listening, that's it for this episode of Online Trading to Win, probably the longest episode we've ever had, but I just couldn't stop. I was so fascinated by everything we were talking about, and I enjoyed it so much, and I hope you did as well. Real quick, my friend, as a special offer to my podcast listeners, I'm giving you one of my favorite trade strategies called the Rubber Band Trade. It has an extremely high win-loss ratio, and it's a very simple trade that you can learn in about 26 short minutes. So go ahead and grab my rubber band trade strategy absolutely free by simply going to topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. Again, that's topdogtrading.com forward slash rubber band. One word, R-U-B-B-E-R-B-A-N-D. By the way, this trade strategy is so good, I still personally use it every single day it sets up. And you can try it with no obligation and prove to yourself that it works for you as well. This is a try before you buy offer, or actually, it's a try and never buy offer because it's my gift to you as a podcast listener. You've been listening to the Online Trading to Win podcast with Barry Burns. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher and leave a great review. For more information about our free indicators and courses, visit OnlineTradingToWin.com. Neither Online Trading to Win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker-dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss even above the amount invested is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.